Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's not on here. And there Where we go. Where did you go? Where <laughs> did you go? I was dancing. I was waiting for you to come in. You're, you're doing the mouse. I was doing the hey, do the mouse old soupy sales. Soupy sales, yes. How indeed. you doing, Doctor Chris? How was your? Uh, how was Christmas? Uh, it was. It was good, man. It was. Uh, it was very, very relaxing. Uh, I had a huge uh, party at a concert at my house. Um, uh, like a, a really like a concert at my house uh, on Friday night. So that was like my Christmas. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, sure. Drive all the way from Philly. That's uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, it was it was fun. It was like, super exciting. It was really fun. I had a I, I live DJed and I hosted. I um, DJed and hosted and had some uh, rap artists come uh, do live performances and it was, it was, it was like big and it was fun. And it you was, know, I could have read done my Barry Manilow rap. Thing. Very nice. Very nice. So that was my Friday night. And then, um, uh, Monday, just, uh, relaxed for most of the day. It was a day off for me and I don't have much of that. And so I, I took full advantage of it. Of course we, did the presents in the morning and uh, I cooked uh, my family brunch in the morning and uh, for the rest of the day, I just chilled really just allow my, my kiddos to um, have fun with their gifts and just chill. Yeah, it was fun. Big, big announcement here, by the way, this is our final live unscripted. It is. It is going to be back. Year. Yes. Of the year. Of the year. Don't. Yeah. Not not final period, but final no, of the year. No, no. This, uh, this this show. All you fans. All you. Yes. Bill and yeah. I were just talking all about how. Uh, yeah. How much you? How much you guys have supported the show? And it's it's been yeah. a really really cool show. Yes. Yes. Uh, everybody. 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 That's yeah. that's a that's a general. Just like. Just like uh, mankind, you know what I mean? It just means everybody, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, just everyone. Everyone is su- supporting the show. Before we go into um, our, you know, of course, we do every single week. We discuss pro wrestling's hot topics. And, of course, we take your uh, super chats. We take your questions, but mostly, you know, primarily super chats if you want on the screen. And uh, we'll poke over and see. Uh, time permitting, what's over there for us to talk about? But if you want your comment on the screen, um, guaranteed that would be via super chat. But listen, before we go into what you want to talk about, so I was prepping for the show. It takes me, I have three shows on Tuesdays. I have, uh, uh, wait a minute, I have money for the super chat. Uh, oh, that sounds good. What what question do you have? Uh, (laughs) Um, I asked you already about Christmas. Oh, well, yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, so I have uh, Unscripted, then I have Pancakes and Power Sam's, and then I have the After Party for PNP. So I get I get prepped for all shows. It takes me a couple hours. And so guess what I decided to watch while I was prepping for the shows tonight? I decided to watch... AWA Superclass Three. I was I was going on YouTube. I'm a big true crime guy. We, we, you and I have talked about this. Uh, actually, I have true crime on my personal channel and psychology from a psychological standpoint. We talked about this while we were roommates for the weekend of SummerSlam, and I told you about my true crime. And I, I have a criminal justice master's degree, actually. And I was looking to uh, just look at some true crime stuff and psychology stuff while I was prepping for my shows 
and in the algorithms pop up AWA Super Clash. And I've seen bits and pieces of Super Class Three. This is this is Super Class Three. I, I've seen mostly one and two, but this was what, the what year we go here? This was '88. So, so uh, Super Class Three, and so that was the first time I've watched it in, in its entirety. Uh, Thirty-five years ago, Super Class Three. Tonight was the first night I watched it in its entirety. It was really cool. If I had time in my day, if I had time to make a video about it, there were so many really cool factors about super class three of like, Oh man, this guy's there, this guy's there. And so about an hour into the pay-per-view, the, the event, there was a, uh, you know, a, a very handsome fella who was uh, uh, interviewed and uh, 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 he announced the PWI most inspirational uh, award of the year, the wrestler of the year award going to Jerry King Lawler. And who was that guy live on the super clash three pay-per-view that presented the award to Lawler was this guy right here, Mr. Bill after. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it like it was yesterday. Yes, indeed. Really oh, that's my friend. That's my friend, uh, Bill. Bill. I didn't know you back then. I would have said hello to you on the air. Uh, you would have, yes, yes. Hello, future doctor Chris. <laughs> was that um, Lawler and uh, Kerry Von Eric? It was. It was. Yes. Oh, I'm glad you do me a favor. Bring your face like right up to the camera for a minute. Would you mind doing that? Camera's further. Ah, up. Ah. <laughs> so you yes, know where we're going with that. Yes. Yes. Dr. That was Chris, before we went on the air here. Yep. I had mentioned to Dr. Chris and I tweet. So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. It out and Facebooked. Facebook out? Yeah. Uh, that I had done a very small review that was on the Sports Kita Instagram channel. Um, last week that my feelings on the movie The Iron Claw, the story of the Von Erich family, tragic story. And people kept saying, well, can you give us some more information on it? So, Dr. Chris, are you planning to see the movie? Yes. But it's okay. You can can spoil it for me. No, I'm not going to spoil anything for you. Before I go into my hot and not on it. Do you have any particular questions from feedback you've heard elsewhere? Um, so MJF was supposed to have a, a bigger role, but uh, but but he ended up doing a, a little cameo, right? More, so, of, a, more of a cameo? It, it was not even a cameo. It was a cam. It, was, it, wasn't, it didn't even it wasn't, the whole it wasn't even that much. It was, <laughs> it was just a cam. Kevin Von Erich, Zach Efron is outside the ring in the tag team matching. He's going like this, like he wants to tag mm-hmm. uh, 
Tag Lance Von Eric Lance goes after pinning the guy, and that's it. He's gone. No dialogue. Wow. At all. MJF was supposed to. They filmed a lot of MJF, mm-hmm. and he looked bodily. He looked very good in the in the twelve seconds he was online. But I'm wondering why he wound up on the cutting room floor. Could it have been something, something legally with him in it with AEW? I don't know. If anyone out there knows for sure why, because if it were me and I was AEW, you know, they've been making a big fuss over the movie. They've had Ross and Marshall and Kevin on the past few shows of both Rampage and uh, Dynamite and Collision. But for some reason, he's only in it for 10 seconds. Mm. So I don't know why they wound up on the cutting room floor. Yeah, that was really interesting. And uh, to to continue the question that you asked me, I also heard uh, there was a lot of criticisms about uh, people not liking uh, Flair's character. Oh, my God. When you talk, oh, my God. When you talk about hot and not, this is worse than not. Really? Was it that bad? There was an actor, and I don't have his name in front of me. You could probably Google it, who played the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Yeah. If I were the Nature Boy Ric Flair, I would be very upset. Oh, man. They could have picked people that could imitate. This was only, it wasn't an in-the-ring thing. This was an, uh, a, a promo of mm-hmm. what Ric Flair was going to do to uh, Kevin Von Erich. Not, I'm Aaron sorry, to uh, Harry Von Erich at his Texas name. Stadium. The guy comes out with the blonde wig and the mm-hmm. whole bit. Let me tell you something. Whoa. You, nothing. No, it was embarrassing. I, <laughs> that was people in the theater, when I went, um, people in the theater at the screening uh, that our video had uh, put on the night before at yeah. the Chamonix uh, Mall in, Pencil- in uh, Pennsylvania, uh, people in the theater were gasping when they saw that. Wow. The actor who played Harley Race could kind of get away with it. He looked a little bit like Trevor Murdoch, mm. um, but it wasn't. Mm. But the Ric Flair character was a total embarrassment. Wow. To, it, it's one of these things where you watch a movie about pro wrestling and they want to make it like it's all not real or anything, and they have these outlandish characters. Flair's character back then, the real Ric Flair, was a tough, you know, this is what's going to happen to you, Kerry Von Eric. Mm-hmm. This guy's like this, and he's going, woo, and let me tell you something. It was <laughs> wasn't that? That's horrible, man. I was embarrassed for Ric wow. Flair. Wow. Yeah. But I was the people... People were saying that in the socials, you know, I'm, I'm on Facebook a lot and uh, there's a lot of people during my time through my timeline and wrestling groups and stuff like that. Like it was a general consensus that Flair's character depiction was just absolutely horrible. horrible. Now, remember that I was close friends with the Von Erich family. David yeah. and I used to talk once or twice a week when I was working at the magazines We'd call each other regularly. I was friends with he, his wife, with Fritz, Doris, the mom, and, of course, all the brothers. But um, David and I were uh, closest. Uh, Craig Peters, who was one of the main editors at 
uh, the PWI company. Um, when David died, um, I wrote a story that Craig said was the best thing I had ever written because I was at the funeral there and I was at the church and looked up and saw all the people up in the balcony, every just tears every, everywhere. It was so, it was so emotional. Um, they didn't dwell a lot on that. The actor that played Fritz von Erich was magnificent. Good. I actually thought if Fritz was brought back to life, this was him. It was mm. that good. Kerry mm. von Erich, the choice of actor who played him, what looked a little like him facially, but Kerry von Erich was cut. Mm -hmm. He was built. Yep. This actor was flat. Really? There's no definition in his body. Really? Do you think that they were doing those things? Because I've never heard of Aaron Dean Eisenberg. I've never heard of him. That's the person who played. Rick no, Fletcher. I had neither. But yeah. but do you think that they were doing that for for budget reasons? No, no. The you the actor was a very f famous actor. Again, I don't have the, really? that I don't information. Know. I don't know who With he, he portrayed him okay, but he didn't. The, but Zac Efron. Who played yeah. Kevin Von Erich? Yeah, looked like the body of Kerry Von Erich. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Zach Zac Efron should yeah. have been Kerry Von Erich. Yeah. He looked like him. He was built like him. Mm -hmm. It was great, but it miscasting. Mike Von Erich uh, was kind of skinny and yeah. kind of bland. Uh, Chris Von Erich, they didn't, the only people are saying that they didn't bring him up at all. They did not in the actual movie. However, in the credits toward the end, they did mention Jack Jr. Um, and they did mention, um, my phone buzzing here. And they, they did, we're live, folks. This is unscripted. Let me just say it's from, no, it's not, it's not from, it's not from, uh, our bosses here. Uh, <laughs> Jack Jr. was mentioned and Chris was mentioned in the in the credits mm -hmm. there. I can understand, you know, this was not a documentary. Mm -hmm. This was a, a, a movie about... Like a biopic? No, not at all. It no, said not, not based even upon actual incidents, inspired by actual incidents. It was not a biopic at all. Wow. If it was, it would have been Kevin Von Erich's biopic. Okay. Because it's centered around he and his wife Pam, gotcha. so much of it. Hmm. Um, but no, absolutely. If this is a, so it, it didn't give any history of the Von Erichs or Kevin or anything like that. Like what they, was, what they, was the they did, but the, it was the tragedies that were the main thing, the main plot gotcha. of showing what what happened here. No, it wasn't a bi biographical. Uh, at all, and that's why it says inspired by a true story, which okay. gives them license to do whatever they wanted to do with this. Yeah. Um, the I could see why the the Hollywood version of this thing didn't put Chris in because by the time Mike died, you're sitting down in your seat and you're going like, "Oh my God, I don't think yeah. I could take another death." Yep. yep. Really? Yeah. It was that. It was that bad. One now, of the Chris big was, things. That uh, shorter, right? He was a shorter guy. Mike. Chris. Chris. Yes. Yeah. 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 He was. Yeah. He was very young. Mm -hmm. um, the the deaths were 
portrayed in a way that they, uh, for example, when after David died and they had the uh, uh, the night parade of champions with thousands and thousands of people at uh, Texas Stadium, mm -hmm. you see like Kerry going through something that would be the stadium entrance, but then it's it's not there. And if mm -hmm. I remember right, Doris, the mother, was uh, in the movie was watching it from home. Mm -hmm. If I remember correctly, and please, if anyone remembers this, um, I was there at ringside with Craig Peters from PWI. And when we went backstage afterwards, I believe Doris was there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. So I'm going to say what I said on the original review, that it was one of the most miserable but well done tragedy movies i've ever seen hmm. how long was it long it was about two hours and 15 minutes i think okay yeah by the way the amc theaters that showed it here in pennsylvania i got to give them a thumbs down for 28 minutes of previews yeah we that's watched, become they, that, uh, that's become normal nowadays man about 20 nothing i want to see we did watch it with uh mr and mrs blue meanie and Craig Peters. Nice. nice. Uh, we did a Q&A afterwards, and most of the people, when I brought up these points that I brought up tonight, all agreed. They all thought mm. Zach Efron should have been Kerry. Mm. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Well, I plan on watching it. I plan on watching it, but uh, yeah, yeah, I heard about the flare, the flare stuff, and uh, oh. man. If you got if if you man if if, if you if you're supposed to depict Richard but the Nature Boy Rick Flair, you you got to depict the Nature Boy Rick Flair, man. You, you can't just half butt that, man. You can't you can't you can't you know, do you can't go you half. You know what it reminded me of? What's that? The, when I first heard the audio book of Dusty Rhodes' biography, my name is Dusty Rhodes, and I'm here from, and I was like. Oh my God! This is like the same. Thing. It, really? it was a oh. very bad. They could have gotten a thousand different people. Yeah. To, they could have hired you. Mm, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Nature boy, Chris, Doctor Chris. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, but now uh, through all the years that I knew the Von Erics, uh, and I talked to Kevin like a, a week before I saw the movie. I promised him I would reach out after the movie and probably, you know, do a uh, uh, an after chat with him. But I haven't done it yet because I don't know how I feel um, about it. He told me he had very little, if anything, to do with this movie. the The guy that was in charge of the uh, the whole the writing and everything, the screenplay, and again, I don't know his name off the top of my head, but mm. if Kevin wouldn't have agreed to start. He called Kevin, from what I understand, to tell him what was going to go on. But if Kevin would have said, well, I don't approve of this, they were going to make the movie anyway. Hmm. I might need to text um, Holly and uh, bring her back on the show and interview her. Who's that? Uh, Holly Von Eric. I don't. Go who back. is Holly Von Eric? Carrie's daughter. Carrie's. I'm oh, sorry. Carrie's daughter. Oh, you mean Lacey. No, 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 I'm talking about Holly. Holly's Lacey's sister. 
Lacey's sister. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I don't, I don't know how. I, uh, I'm going to see if we can bring Kevin on here next uh, be next week, if possible. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you need to see it. And again, the wrestling fan who sees this is going to have the inaccuracies in their mind before they step into that theater. Mm. The general public who knows nothing about wrestling it's a movie mm -hmm. yeah did it did it depict the von eric curse um accurately yeah but yeah i mean kevin kept talking to his wife pam about the curse mm. yeah yes yeah. Yeah. yeah interesting you know what one of kevin's things that he told me prior to the movie two or three weeks prior to the movie was that he did not want his father depicted as a bastard as a hard task master mm. so to say mm -hmm. and uh again i knew fritz the boys were not just the children of but they worked for the company mm. so it's that relationship where any company that is owned by the parents or the parent and the the children and the relatives work for them there's two sides to this there's the business side and the personal side and sometimes the they mix and not very well yeah hmm. yeah well, uh, it is out in theaters now for everyone to watch, and I uh, plan on uh, watching it and, and doing my review. Um, looking forward to see how it turns out. Uh, yeah, it would be cool if we did bring a Von Eric. I interviewed... Uh, did you watch World Class, by the way, at all, when it was on? Oh, yes, yeah. absolutely. So what was, what was... I need a tic-tac break here. So what was um, some of the things that you saw... Uh, in world class, some of the Von Eric matches. Is there anything you remember in particular beside the claw? Beside the claw, uh, I remember the uh, Freebird turn, man. I remember it was Kerry oh, uh, Von Eric versus Ric Flair cage match, and uh, Michael Hayes was the uh, was the special guest referee. That's right. Did you see and, that? uh, yeah, and Terry Bam Bam Gordy was out in the uh, uh, outside the cage and. Uh, it was an interesting turn because P, uh, Hayes wanted to help carry. Carry didn't want his help, and uh, you know he 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 turned he turned on carry, uh, and then you know yeah. uh, Terry Gordy did the 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 gate swing, the fence swing gimmick, the cage swing gimmick, yeah. and uh, and and uh, yeah, that was the start of the Freebird versus Von Eric uh, uh, rivalry, man. So yeah. This was given to me by um by <clears throat> Jimmy Papa who wrote the uh the music to uh, Bad Street USA. Very nice. This, uh, they gave this to me in nineteen eighty seven and I wore it to the premiere. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, very good memories. I remember yeah, so that that was one thing that one of the things I remembered. I remembered um when of course, I was a huge Kerry Von Eric 
I was a Kerry Von Eric Mark man. I, I, when he I, became I, Texas Tornado, or when he was in World Class? Before, Club? yeah, I was I was um, a kid, but I remember him beating Flair for the title. Um, he only had it for a few weeks though, but he was still, you know, he still beat him for the NWA World Champion. I was at uh, David Von Eric's uh, uh, memorial show, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that he that he beat Ric Flair. I was I there. That. Oh, nice. <clears throat> I remember that. I remember a bunch of stuff, man. I I, I was a huge world class fan. I remember when because Fritz von Eric was a major heel before um, world class, you know, and then he became a huge baby face. Uh, yeah, he came in as a Nazi when he was, yep. you know, at the beginning of his career. And yeah. it's funny that the dad played a Nazi and yet the von Erichs became the biggest smash great wrestlers in israel yeah. people mm. thousands of people would wait for them at the airport they absolutely loved wow them. really cool all right let us go uh lightning round of course like i said i can't guarantee your question being asked and and uh and accept super chats um uh, let's see here super chat super Super chat. Super chat. And, and by the way, you, you fans who are uh, uh, watching this live, if you saw the movie, chime in here. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Super, Super chat. chat. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's see here. I saw I heard a big house show tonight at uh, MSG. Uh, drew 15,000. CM Punk defeated Dominic Mysterio. That was uh, CM Punk's uh, first uh, match in, in MSG in 10 years. Um, and so, yeah, so Dominic, Myster- Dominic Mysterio, I, that, that was a good person for CM Punk. Oh, to, to by the way, MSG, Madison Square Garden, not the additive to food. Not, not the additive, no. Right. The, the most popular uh, uh, sports venue in the, in the nation. Um, dare I say, uh, one of the best, one of the most popular in the, in the world. My home when I was growing up. And yes, indeed. I started yes, my indeed. career once a month. You took a lot of picks from the mags there. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so fifteen thousand, man. That's uh, actually pretty cool. And uh, Show out. Show yeah, out. I was I was told that um, I was told that uh, I was given I was sent a video from uh, Kevin Owens uh, uh, doing something there, and so it was uh, really interesting. I get. Wrestling fans send me stuff all the time, and so yeah, I was I did see a a, a little snippet of the MSG show. Back uh, in the day, they used to draw twenty one to twenty two thousand because they didn't have this elaborate setup with uh, the runway and everything. Yeah, yeah, they held a lot more. I believe then. it was. Oh, I think it was two thousand eight's Royal Rumble. You know, I'm I'm big on trivia. Uh, um, John Cena, I believe, made his return in 2008 and won the Royal Rumble. Let's see. Let, let's see if I was. Let's see if I'm right. Let's see if I'm right. I believe it was John Cena and MSG. Yes, yes, yes. I M- like how I like how he asks himself his own trivia <laughs> question. Yes. No, I was. I'm happy that I, I'm happy that I remember that. Yeah. So yeah, John Cena. Um, John Cena came back, made his return. He was supposed to be tourist. Uh, uh, 
his his uh, peck, I believe. And he came back in like three or four months. He was supposed to be gone for a lot, a lot longer than that. But the setup for the Royal Rumble 2008 was really weird. The 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 ramp was, I mean, the the aisleway was really short, and it was just kind of surrounded by fans, and it was kind of yeah. like an underground type of feel yeah. to it, yeah. like, and it was just short. The ramp was really short. The so, best yeah. one that I used to love was when I used to shoot the matches at um, Maple Leaf Garden in Toronto. Uh, they had a ramp that went over the fans high up yeah. that went right to the ring. I remember that. Great. Oh, yeah. I remember, I, that I, remember I remember the. I remember the uh, the the ramp uh, with like it was like kind of like an elevated ramp. They did it in WCW a lot too, just to kind of yeah, like right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think one of the last questions I want to talk about: uh, any predictions on the WrestleMania 41 location? I think that that was um, my house, Philly. No, no, Philly. no, no my house. Oh, 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 so it's going to be in Philly and your house. So Philly for 40 and then uh, after Space Mountain, after Alley at 41. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We can um, see, how many can we see? Not 12 people. 12 people? Very nice. Yeah, the rest goes on Peacock. A capacity crowd. <laughs> uh, what do you think? What do you think? 41. What would you like to, what would you like to see WrestleMania for? Oh, I, it could be in, uh, they could do it in England. Uh, I don't. I don't see an international mania. Why not? Why not? Because Travel. because AEW, as you know, has been they're going back to the United Kingdom. So yeah. time for WWE to say, "Look, we're doing it better." Bigger. I don't think that's a good idea for AEW to go back to the UK. By the way, how about Ohio? Oh, I would love it. So I if you if, if you think about like, so if if you think about. Um, actually, I think SummerSlam is going to be in Cleveland uh, this year or next year um, for 24. So, I, I mean, that's a that's that's a skip for me. So, I, I plan on being there um, if if you know uh, for media. But uh, you know what I would like. So, if you think about WrestleMania locations, real quick before we close up, if you think of WrestleMania locations, you got to make it at, you got to make it somewhere that has a main airport. So mm -hmm. if you think about like it, you have to have like convention centers for like the access and stuff like that. Wrestle cons. And you have to make it as travel accessible as po as possible. So something somewhere to go. If you, if you notice WrestleMania's, it's somewhere that has like main airports. Like it, it's not in like smaller towns. Yankee Stadium, uh, and 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 it has like a, a big stadium in it too. Yankee Stadium. So New York. So it was in Jersey, New York, New Jersey. It's been there. Um, New Orleans. You know, it's been there. How about how about like a Minnesota or a St. Louis? Uh, it's been. I was in St. Louis. I don't think it's has many ever been in St. Louis. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. Um, how about like what? What's some? What's somewhere that it's been? What? What's somewhere is WrestleMania has never been? Well, they're very big right now well, on doing domestically. I should say major shows overseas. They're going to Australia. They're, I have a feeling they're going to do an, a WrestleMania in Europe. That's so so let's let's think about this. Let's let's talk about like what's what's a local, what's a domestic, or what's a uh, a, a national place, national big city 
that WrestleMania has never been that they should have it at. They've never been in St. Louis. Uh, to my knowledge, never been in Minneapolis. I know that the weather is, is an issue, but the weather is cold in New York too. So I mean, it's Midwest. Well, cold, but if if you're going toward like uh, Minnesota and Nebraska and all those places, you may be dealing with snow unless there's a Could covered. Be. Yeah, I mean, thing. yeah, you can always have you know you can always have a. a yeah, a I can't really think of something off the top of my head where it hasn't. Been never been. What do y'all think, SK Nation? Put that for 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 people. That's your homework uh, for the comment section. Uh, who's oh, watching this? Um, uh, go ahead and put that in the comment section of a section. And also, uh, if those who are watching this archive, put that in the comment section too. Where what what big city uh, would you want WrestleMania to be at that that it's never been before? So that's that's your homework for the the viewers to put in the comment section. It's also, be sure to like share. They did Vegas. Vegas. They did Paradise for nine. So that's like a outskirts of Vegas. That was right. WrestleMania nine. So um so they did Vegas basically. So yeah. Um yeah, I mean that's that's I mean they did LA, of course, uh San Francisco, Bay Area Bay Area was uh 31. That, that was when Sting was there. Uh, did Florida a bunch of times. Did New York, of course. You Texas. just mentioned L.A. Congratulations mm-hmm. to L.A. Knight for going back to his hometown of Hagerstown, Maryland, Maryland. Yeah. getting the key to the city. Nice. Congratulations to MJF yeah. for getting into the uh, Jewish Athletes Hall of Fame. So okay. good ending to the year for uh, for all of us. Congratulations. Really. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. All right, so that's your homework for SK Nation. Um, that would be where should they have it at? Uh, they've had it at Texas a bunch of times. Uh, uh, ooh, 32 was Dallas. Where do you want to see it to come up with a with something, someplace it's never been domestically in the United States? Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Never been. Never been. Big city. Big, big city though. Let's let's make it like let's make it like realistic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so so you can't say like Cheyenne, Wyoming, because you know Metropolis. <laughs> yeah, some Gotham some, some, City. Gotham City. I, I think Gotham City is where it is. So absolutely. So uh sounds good. All right. So we'll see you next year. So this guy right here is Bill Apter, that's me. And this at, guy over there, I keep mixing this up. So. At? Oh, at Apter One Wrestling. And but the homework for Sports Keto Wrestle Binge is to get our Twitter handles yes. underneath our names. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I am Dr. Chris, and uh, this is Unscripted, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, your tagline is? We'll see you. Take the rest of it. At the matches, my All tagline right. is so. So since I'm taking the rest of yours, you got to do my gimmick too. So <laughs> you got here you go. So long. See you next year. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs>